everybody. This is Tamara from A Girl in the Middle, Titus to Mentor, encouraging women to love God and to love well her home and family. Welcome back today. I'm so glad to have you here again with me. I thought about, well, today is my marriage moment, but it's so much more. So we can start here with, if you're, if you're struggling in your marriage and that's why you're here, I'm glad you're here and usually we're really pointed in that direction specifically. But today um, we're gonna look at who God is and it's all of our life. So if that's you and you're struggling, I want you to think about maybe stop this right now and write down what is it that you want from your husband that is leaving you um, frustrated. So stop, stop the audio and write down a few things that um, you need, feel like you need met in your, your life through your marriage, through your husband. And if you've been with me for any time, you know I speak to Christian women um, but maybe you're here today and you don't really know the Lord. Is that you? If you don't know the Lord, would you consider the truth that you're living a life separated from Him? The world throws too much of what a Christian is or isn't or should be and what is. And we get it wrong every single time when we don't start and stay with the truth and the absolute truth of God's word. We didn't decide what is right and what is wrong. We measure so much about God's Old Testament law in Exodus chapter 20. Don't murder, don't commit adultery, don't steal, don't lie, and on and on. And not one of us comes out blameless when we stand next to a holy God. Thankfully, Jesus came to pay our sin debt, and while we were yet sinners, he died. He was buried, he rose again, and today he is the living God to save us from our sin. Now, God's grace through Christ is our righteousness when we confess our sin and believe in him, as is God's ways. What is impossible with the world is possible with God. And when we know him, we are born twice, but die only once, spending an eternity with our God and our Savior. We read about God's law in Exodus 20, and we realize further Isaiah 59, 2, but your iniquities, your sin, has separated between you and your God, and your sins have hid his face from you that he will not hear. God can't hear us when we're separated by our sin. Romans 5, 8 through 9, but God showed his grace, but God showed his great love for us by sending Christ to die for us while we were yet sinners. Therefore, since we have now been justified by his blood, how much more shall we be saved from the wrath through him? Romans 10.9 If you confess with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and you believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. John 3.1 goes on. There was a man named Nicodemus, a Jewish religious leader. He was a Pharisee. After dark one evening, he came to speak with Jesus. Rabbi, he said, we know that God has sent you to teach us. 
Your miraculous signs are evidence that God is with you. And Jesus replied, I tell you the truth. Unless you are born again, you cannot see the kingdom of God. What do you mean? exclaimed Nicodemus. How can an old man go back into his mother's womb and be born again? And Jesus replied, I assure you that no one can enter the kingdom of God without being born of water and the Spirit. Humans can reproduce only human life, but the Holy Spirit gives birth to spiritual life. So don't be surprised when I say unto you, you must be born again. The wind blows wherever it wants, and just as you can hear the wind but can't tell from where it comes or where it goes, so you can't explain how people are born of the Spirit. That was Jesus' answers to Nicodemus, who knew the law. So do you believe? What an opportunity you have today to repent and to believe. And if that is you, please message me or go tell someone in your life or in your church about your decision. It's the best choice that you'll ever make in this life. And it's the one that is the basis of everything I'm going to share today. Out with the old, in with the new. For all of us who are believers, we know we are no longer the same. When God saved us, he replaced all of our old self with the new, with all things new. 2 Corinthians 5.17 Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, the new creation has come and the old has gone. The new is here. The Bible doesn't tell us that God changes our old into a new. It tells us he takes away all old things. They're gone and he gives us new. So who do you say that he is? That's where I want to stop for a minute today. Remember the question Jesus asked Peter in the Gospels? For instance, in Mark 8, 27, Jesus and his disciples went out to the villages around Caesarea Philippi. And on the way, he asked them, Who do people say that I am? And they replied, Some say John the Baptist, others say Elijah, and still others, one of the prophets. But what about you? He asked. Who do you say that I am? Let's ask ourselves that same question today. Who is the Lord? Think about that for a minute. Now we're going to zoom through a bunch of scripture. The transcript will be on my blog. So you'll be able to go back, click on the... Um, references and pull up the, the scripture yourself. God is everywhere. Psalm 139, 7-10. Where can I go from you? Where can I go from your spirit? Where can I flee from your presence? If I ascend to heaven, you are there. If I make my bed in Shiloh, behold, you are there. If I take the wings of the dawn and I dwell in the remotest part of the sea, even there, your hand will lead me, and your right hand will lay hold of me. God is everywhere. God is all-knowing. Know, all Isaiah 4. Excuse me, Isaiah 46, 8 through 10. I make known the end from the beginning, from ancient times, what is still to come, I say. My purpose will stand, and I will do what I please. God is holy. 1 Peter 1, 16. 
because it is written, Be holy, for I am holy. God is strong and mighty. Psalm 24, 8. Who is the King of glory? The Lord, strong and mighty. The Lord, mighty in battle. God is unchanging. Malachi 3, 6. For I am the Lord, I change not. God is the way, the truth, and the life. John 14, 6. Jesus answered, I am the way, I am the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. God is mercy and grace. Psalm 85, 15. But you, O Lord, are a God merciful and gracious, slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love and faithfulness. God is light. 1 John 1, 5. This is the message we heard from Jesus, and now we declare to you, God is light, and in him there is no darkest darkness at all. God is love. 1 John 4, 8. He that loveth not knoweth not God, for God is love. God is righteous. Psalm 116.5 Gracious is the Lord and righteous, yea, our God is merciful. God is with me. Hebrews 13.5 Let your conduct, let your life, be without covetousness. Be content with the things that you have. For he himself has said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. God is the answer to our prayers. Psalm 65, 5. You faithfully answer our prayers with awesome deeds. O God, our Savior, you are the hope of everyone on earth, even those who sail on distant seas. God is faithful. 1 Corinthians 1, 9. God is faithful by whom you were called unto the fellowship of his Son, Jesus Christ our Lord. God is all of those things and so much more. And then you make it personal to those who believe God is all of that. And God is my joy. Psalm 43, 4. There I will go to the altar of God, to God, the source of all my joy. I will praise you with my harp, O God, my God. God is my comfort. Psalm 71, 21. You will increase my greatness and comfort me on every side. God is my hope. Psalm 71, 5. For thou art my hope, O Lord God. Thou art my trust from my youth. God is my safety. Psalm 48, excuse me, Psalm 4, 8. I will both lay me down in peace and sleep. For thou, O Lord, makest me dwell in safety. God is my teacher. Psalm 86, 11. Teach me your ways, O Lord, that I might live according to your truth. Grant me purity of heart so that I may honor you. God is my guide. Psalm 25, 5. Lead me in your truth and teach me, for you are the God who saves me. All day long, I put my hope in you. God is my refuge. Psalm 61, 3. From the end of the earth, I will cry to you. When my heart is overwhelmed, lead me to the rock that is higher than I. 
For you have been a refuge for me, a strong tower in the face of the enemy. God is my love. John 15, 9. As the Father has loved me, so I have loved you. Remain in my love. God is my keeper. Psalm 121, 5. The Lord is thy keeper. The Lord is thy shade upon thy right hand. The Lord is my shepherd. You've heard this one. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. I love this version. Psalm 23, 1. The Lord is my shepherd. I have all that I need. The Lord is my friend. John 15, 15. I no longer call you servants because a servant doesn't know what his master's business is. Instead, I have called you friends. For everything that I have learned from my Father, I have made known to you. God is my leader. Psalm 139, 23 through 24. Search me, O God, and know my heart. Test me and know my concerns. Point out anything in me that offends you. And lead me along the path of everlasting life. God is my salvation. Psalm 27, 1. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the stronghold of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? The Lord is my hope. Psalm, thir Psalm 39, 7. And so, Lord, where do I put my hope? My only hope is in you. God is my peace. John fourteen twenty seven, Peace I leave with you. My peace I give you. I do not give you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled. And do not be afraid. All of us are being challenged. Friends, life can be really hard. And it will be at times. Even for those who have no personal challenges outside of our world's proclaimed pandemic, life is challenging in ways unknown to most than were just a few short months ago. Do you need a refuge, safety, peace, love, joy, or any of these things we have just talked about? I know you do, and God knows you do, and he knows you and your needs even more than you do. During this time of lockdown, Jeopardy! Game Show is replaying their very first episodes from some 35 years ago. If the host of the show would chime in here, he would say, The answer is, who is Jesus? It wouldn't be a question, but rather the answer. For every one of us, it's not only an answer, it is the only answer. Jesus is the answer. Dig into God's word. I'll close with this passage and best advice to yield right back to the above verses for more. Dig into God's word, friends. Matthew six thirty-two. For the Gentiles strive after all of these things, and your heavenly Father knows that you need them. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all of these things will be added unto you. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Today, 
has enough trouble of its own. Weakness isn't the end of life. Weakness isn't the end of life. It is an invitation and a doorway to the very strength and power you need. 2 Corinthians 12.9 My grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore I will boast all the more gladly of my weaknesses, so that the power of Christ may rest upon me. Pain and praise can coexist. So much to think about, so much truth to meditate on, so much hope to live your life in today, and each new day the Lord gives you. Silence the lies you've been listening to. Quiet your heart in God's word and receive God's word into your heart. And don't forget, pain and praise can coexist. Live joyfully, even in the hard times, knowing that God is at work and he is good. God bless you.